Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Um, <laughs> first podcast of the year. It's been so long, but really glad to be back as usual with my OG Tumbi. <laughs> hi guys, hi guys. Been it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Today, um, just wanted to review uh the new Ant-Man movie. What was the full title again, Tumbi? Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Quantumania. Yeah, yeah that's what actually I'm always interested in. First time I heard it, sounded nice. Yeah, actually, like Quantumania sounds interesting, you know. And it's a lot of quantum realm, like. So yeah, that's actually interesting. And like episode, we're going to talk about Quantumania in this episode. Like, there are going to be a lot of spoilers. Okay, and, okay. That I was even just going to ask that how we're going to do this. How we're going to do this with like just encourage you to watch no spoilers or just. Yeah. Talk about it, yeah. just general review. It makes sense to just talk about the episode, like a bit to talk about the movie and like things I saw, and that's true. Like, won't it be a spoiler for you too? Because yeah, no problem, no problem, no problem. I don't like for. I'm fine with this. Yeah, basically the movie was, yeah, like recent like any recent marvel movies per se like and it was actually nice see they explored the quantum realm in this movie like mad see like 90 percent of the movie was set in the quantum realm and they they also dug into this guy's wife um and pim the og ant-man his wife i don't know if you guys have seen the last movie was about like rescuing his wife from the quantum realm so apparently there was more to it than that like <laughs> apart from those stuck in the quantum realm she had some secrets from being in the quantum realm that she didn't tell anyone about so sha in this one eh, they shot they messing around they were messing around sha, and somehow everybody got sucked into the quantum realm like not just the people even the ants that they used to play around it, they got sucked into the quantum realm. Asha, everybody landed there. And interestingly, the idea was that even in the quantum <laughs> realm, on the quantum level, like there were still civilizations and like an entirely new world and like a different universe existed on the quantum level, which is interesting. So, that's definitely an interesting concept <laughs> yeah it is but the thing is they showed humans or like humanoids people that yeah. they don't call themselves human beings because they are not from earth but they were humans to us they showed them that they existed and like they were already thriving in the quantum realm I don't know how that was possible sharp. but anyhow is so were they like small like his film trick anyhow Sha they showed they showed all of yeah, that me. Sha sorry yeah I'm, I'm like were they small <laughs> that's the thing now technically they were but you know every they yeah, just showed you that normal since everybody was small so tiny so everybody was the same size like in, okay okay just like um what do you call this thing in perspective Sha yeah yeah they all seem normal, Sha. Sure. Sure. 
there were some little differences from quantum realm and like normal universe as we know it in quantum realm even everything has sort of has life like even their buildings most of them are alive like and people just live in them it's not like earth where you majorly build stuff he <laughs> builds stuff to Sha but Sha the major villain in this Quantumania movie was Kang the Conqueror and if okay. you guys have seen Loki a variant of him was the big bad guy in Loki Loki? yeah Loki that's um, what's the other variant he will remain yeah that, that's his name in Loki so Sha, if you haven't seen Loki you should check it out definitely yeah Loki think people like that show out of all the projects that came out of Marvel Space 4, Loki was my best project and it was a TV show. So definitely a good recommendation. You should see Loki if you haven't seen it. Sharp. So a variant of you remains is Kang the Conqueror. And Kang the Conqueror was a big bad guy in Quantumania. So back to Anfim's wife. I've forgotten her real name in the movie. Um, about her secrets when she was in the quantum realm. So when she was stuck in the quantum realm, apparently she was stuck with Kang the Conqueror and like they built a relationship and stuff. Kang was also stranded in the quantum realm and was looking for a way to escape. So he came with a ship and all of that, but I think the core of the ship was damaged. So they worked together to like kind of fix it and get both of them out of there. But what Hank's like, um, Hank Pym's wife didn't know was that Kang was exiled from his world, so he wasn't actually stranded there, he was like banished to the quantum realm and he was looking for it to escape and like exact his revenge on the people that banished him. So, you know, like future technology and all of that, his ship isn't just like exactly a ship, it's like connected to his mind and like everything. So when they fixed the core of his ship and the babe touched the ship, she just saw like his memories and everything and she saw like the pain. See if you guys have read the comics or if you've come across Kang Conqueror before, like the guy is not small. So all the pain he has exacted on like exactly it's even his name, Kang Conqueror. The guy just goes around conquering everything like yeah so it's in his name so she saw everything and she like tried to wait like is it worth it to let such an evil person escape like is it worth it for her own freedom so she she tried to destroy the core that them had been working tirelessly to fix she she tried to destroy it by you know there are these Things that Antman usually plays around it that you choose a blue one on something, it's done big. If you throw a small one on something, it's done small. You use this in archive to expand one big arrow like this. That, that thing she used it to I think she enlarged the core or something. So she can't go stranded. But what she did not know is that by stranding it there too, Kang the conquer. He conquered the quantum realm. He built one massive army and like everything shine quantum realm and Sha he turned all of them to subjects and started ruling in the quantum realm. So as all of them were stuck there, like you know, they were under him and they were looking for you to escape, but 
can't conquer when once he heard that like Ang's wife Abi Ang's wife was back you know he wanted to wanted to like get his revenge on the person that stranded him there and like since Ang was a scientist and like Ant-Man and all of that all of them were smart and kind of so he was trying looking for people to help him like fix the core that's going stranded there so okay but how how, how is she able to get out if she stranded him that's the thing they rescued her in the second Ant-Man movie I don't even really okay, remember okay, I don't remember okay. the facts exactly but Shani was they got her out one way or another in the last movie oh, alright alright so shall yeah, okay. so basically the movie was shy about that Kang was trying to get <clears throat> sorry Kang was trying to get Ant-Man to fix the core yada 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 and she get him out of there and yeah Ant-Man's daughter that cute little girl that we all know she was she played a major role in this movie but now she has grown up like you know it's post Infinity War and Endgame so exactly oh yeah she has it's even true like the whole universe has just like sort of become messed up because of that yeah yeah Remember with the during you've seen um Falcon and Winter Soldier eh, that the blip or something where everybody was gone for like five years or yeah, something. Five years. Yeah, that everything is just so messed up. I don't even know the state of things now. All of them. And yeah, everything yeah, is somehow it's messed up. So she's yeah. a baby child. She's a teenager now, and she has her own suit going. Her own little suit that is. So she she played a major role in the movie. I know. Yeah, Kang was using the little girl as a like, leverage. That was where he was going to threaten Ant-Man to do his business. And yeah, one major like highlight from the movie for me was Modok. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Modok before, but yeah, the Modok stands for something. Um, machine of destruction. Something, something created for killing or something. I don't remember the full meaning, but the Modoc is an abbreviation for something. It's one little tiny robot like this with a giant head and little hands and legs that shot, like shoots lasers and stuff all around. So the person that played Modoc in this movie was the OG villain from the first Ant-Man. Um, I've forgotten that guy's name. The guy is bald like this and he's white. I'm sure I've forgotten his name. Sure. Somehow, somehow, he found his way to the quantum room. And yeah, Kang the Conqueror, like, kind of rescued him. Sure, turned him to Modok. And sure, he became like Kang Conqueror's minion and all of that. So yeah, he played Modok. And Modok was actually nice. I liked the suits that he built for Modok. He looks like, he looks kind of Iron Man ish. Of it like a menacing look and shared the model kind of vibe. So yeah, there was that and so uh, like basically that's what the movie was about. Just trying to get Kang Conqueror out and did to trying to like escape from the quantum realm using that core and all of that. But Sha in the end, Kang Conqueror, he didn't escape Sha. They got out, but Kang Conqueror didn't escape. Because you know, nothing. It will not make sense for the bad guy to win at the end of the day. When it's not Infinity War. I absolutely love Infinity War. <laughs> like Infinity War broke. Like it was kind of like no matter. 
Uh, yeah. You know, too beautiful. Honestly, I need another movie like that, but anyhow, that's that's basically like kind of what the movie was about, and yeah, there were there were two post-credit scenes from the movie. I forgot what the first one was, but the second one was I think a teaser for season two of Loki. And yeah, they showed. If you remember the end of Loki, um, when that babe broke, is it the time stream or something? And that evil remains guy was saying, he said that the repercussion of doing what she did was that multiple variants of him were going to come, which can conquer, like, can conquer is one of these variants. So they showed, like, all the other variants of can conquer um there was one that looked like king tot that's the um egyptian yeah Yeah. there was one other one i think that one's name is immobilus it's kind of zesty like this (laughs) but anyhow they showed showed the whole host of other variants of kang and it's actually going to be interesting to see yeah and the teaser for um loki that was there with that, I've forgotten his name. The other guy, Sha, that was he played a major role in Loki too, Sha. Like Loki's kind of sidekick in the TV. Sha, there was that, and that was that was basically it. See, from the movie, one major thing that really broke my heart was the fact that this guy wasn't there, Louise. I don't know if you remember Louise. Is he was um, Scott Lang, that's Ant-Man. He was his friend from previous movies. One guy like this that talks really fast. Then you remember the Ant-Man movie. Ah, that's crazy. Like, people remember the movies. Like, that guy was a major highlight in the movies for me. The guy talks really fast like this and he narrates stuff. And when he's narrating stuff, when he's talking about someone, like, what he's saying, the person that he's narrating it for, the person will be talking like him. Like I don't know how to describe it for words. Like if you if you know what I'm talking about, like you get it. You can just even just look him up, Louise from Ant-Man. Like it was I really I was really hoping to see him. Even though like it wouldn't really have made sense to fit him into this movie because I I can't even imagine the role he could have played. They could have at least put him in like a post-credit scene or something. They should have put him somewhere. Like it should have made so much sense. Because honestly, it's one of the things that I usually used to look out for from an answer movie. And then, yeah, one other thing that I didn't like from the movie was somehow I expected the movie to be funnier. I don't know. Previous yeah, I was going to ask about that. They were usually like that. Like comedy was like a big part of it. It's not yeah, like that was funny. That to me, the Ant-Man is one of the less yeah, serious yeah, movies. Exactly. They just used to play around the same. Like they. It's difficult to find like a very serious Ant-Man scene. You know what I'm saying? Like getting yeah. joking around and stuff. But sure, it's this one too. There were there were a lot of funny moments, but I just expected it to be funny. I don't know. I didn't laugh like enough, I, as much as I expected. To. So yeah, there was that. But like overall, like the movie actually wasn't bad. It was nice. It's I think this is the first movie in Phase Five of Marvel. It's not it's not a bad start per se, but still I I really still miss like the old Marvel. 
Ojima, the Avengers period. Ah uh, well, honestly, <laughs> it's the end of an era. Take some time for them to find their footing again. Uh, and they really need to get back there. The what's the only promising project to me that feels like that when I saw the trailer, I felt that old type of malware was I think Secret Invasion. Yeah, 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 and that's basically just throwback, just continuation of what we already know and love. But era. but at least at least it's something different. Like it just it, it just looks crazy. Like looks like the kind of scripts that one of us writes. Just something that you just dream of. Some kind of like bro. If if you remember the plot, you can you just like try and like narrate for them so you just understand what we're talking about. Um, I don't really remember it, but I know it's about um the scrolls that's from like the captain marvel part of um the story the captain marvel and like mcfury um, part of the story the scrolls they are those guys that can shift shift into like virtually anybody and they'll get like your basic memory so i'm guessing the secret invasion would be like the scrolls like invading and like shift shifting into basic people that we think uh, normal human beings but really are actually scrolls and stuff because I know in one of the movies I've forgotten which one Nick Fury turned out to be a scroll where later on in a post-credit scene they showed Nick Fury killing on one beach sipping a mojito or something sure I I think that's like the basic premise of Secret Invasion but honestly I need to rewatch that trailer because I don't really remember I just remember getting like goosebumps from seeing it but I don't really remember what it was about. If I'm being honest. Yeah, I'm watching right now. Stop. It still looks crazy. Mm-hmm. So like, it starts with um. If you guys remember, this is like assistant or I don't know what's called an assistant. Like Robin, sure. Robin from my Mariah Hill. Yeah. If you lost my Rachel Mother. Okay, well. Sure. Yeah, anyhow, exactly. She always brought me like I don't know. I guess that those actors that I just find it very difficult. That it's almost like they can't ever do a show better than the one they've already done. Like I just can't. Everything always brings this to me. Like I don't know what else to act. It's like exactly, exactly. Like for like for example, now that um this guy. I respect her from suits. I don't even know of any other she has done. Actually, to be honest with you. I can't lie. I, can't, I don't know what else I've seen in you. Exactly. A prime example that a lot of a lot of our listeners will be familiar with is um originals. Every single actor from the originals, I've not okay. seen them in anything else. Like I don't even know. I don't know. And they were all I that, that show was perfect. Honestly, those type of people, when you not see them in other shows, it's a few so out of place. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is Klaus doing? <laughs> exactly. What's like I can't even imagine that like, I should see Klaus wearing suits working for somebody or something. I was like, oh, what's what's up here? Ah, what's all this? Because we just always be Klaus to me. I don't even know his name. I don't even want to know. We go always be Klaus. <laughs> I go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Should we? Yeah, no. Should we mention um other things that I, I don't think I want this to run too long, so I wouldn't want to go into. Like other shows that we've been watching, but maybe just briefly mention. So, um, you, you, I've been watching this new year. <laughs> I can't lie. 
since this year started, I've just been watching all the old shows that I've seen. Bro, I can't avoid falling into that trap. It's too the easy. Only, the only original show I've seen um, is Kaleidoscope. And I think that one should Oh, Kaleidoscope. It's an episode you should have dropped since, but... Um, anyhow, I think that one should be a separate episode on this show. Abby? Should, should I just talk about Kaleidoscope? Do you want if you want it to be? Yeah, we can do that. Why? Why actually on this? No, it's not plenty, so it shouldn't be a separate show. See, yeah, okay, okay, go for it. It was that Netflix show that the the hype. No, Kaleidoscope was actually a good show, but like the the major hype about this was that you could watch it in any other any other and to be good or something. But after I watched that show, I see I decided to not that I decided when I started watching that show, I didn't stream it on Netflix. I downloaded the, um, the episodes of the show. And the um the site where I downloaded it from, they just they wrote the episode names. On Netflix, when you want to watch the show, they won't write like episode one, episode two. They just write like the names of the episodes. Names of the episodes are like green, purple, colors or something, that. yeah. Yeah, colors. So when I was downloading, I was just downloading episode 1, 2, 3, 4, up to 8. So I didn't even know like what color I was watching as episode 1 until like I actually started the episode. So luckily for me, I was 5 episodes in and I hadn't like watched the episode of the ice, the episode of the morning after the ice, and the episode of 6 months after the ice. Like luckily enough for me, by some miracle I hadn't. So after I watched those 5 episodes, I decided that for the rest of the episodes, I was going to watch them like in chronological order. Because what Netflix said you should do was that no matter the order you watch it in, just make sure you watch the ice as the last episode. And I'm not going to lie, it doesn't make sense to watch the ice as the last episode. Because they are like, I forgot how many episodes they are in total. But I shall it's like eight or so. Seven or eight. They are eight. Okay. I shall know that. There are two episodes that are set after the ice, and there's the ice itself. All the other episodes are just set before the ice. The best way to watch that show is it's in the chronological order. Because if you watch that show out of order, there are a lot of things that you discover that will shout for a person like me. I'll consider a spoiler. Because now, there are episodes where they would have talked about somebody, and then in, the, like, in this episode, they will talk about someone. You will not go like if you're watching it out of order, you'll not go like two episodes later. You'll not just be introducing that person in that episode. It doesn't really make sense. Then it's also possible that you watch this episode. Somebody will die in this episode. You'll not watch two episodes later. You'll not just be introducing that person in that episode. Like, that really just like raising it as like sort of like a flashback. That's the thing. You won't actually it won't feel like a flashback. And I'm just saying that you could just try and think of it that way, like in the money heist after Berlin already died in like the later seasons, and then they were still doing flashbacks of Berlin and stuff like that. But see, my major, like, one major, the major part of it is those three episodes the episode of the ice, the morning after the ice, and six months after the ice. If you watch six months after the ice, before you watch the ice, Honestly, you just ruined the entire episode of the ice for yourself. Cause you already discovered like I don't want to I don't want to spoil it, but you already discover how the ice went 
if anybody died during the heist, like if the police caught them, like if the police caught anybody during the you shall already know all of that watch six months after the heist. And it should just be a much better experience to figure it out when you're watching the heist and then just watch the episode after you watch the heist. Like I just like my own opinion is just that the best way to watch that show is to watch it in a chronological order. Like just try to arrange all the timeline, maybe like twenty seven years before the ice, six months before the ice, three weeks before the ice. Just watch it like that. Just arrange them and watch it like that. But These guys are not giving us work to do. The fact that the um, episode names are like colors, you don't even know the correct order. Yeah, say chronological. Yeah. I don't know what the chronological is. I think <laughs> if you had watched it when Netflix just dropped it, Netflix dropped the different orders. Like they dropped um, the colors and um, their timelines. So if, if you look through Netflix's page, you probably see it there. Even if okay. you just like a basic Google, you'll find it definitely. Yeah, all right, all right. Maybe when I finally get out to watch it, because like, bro. I have this thing where I'll download something. I'll just be looking at it every day. I'll just refuse to watch it. I'll just find something else to watch by force. I don't know. That thing happens too much. That kind of no scope. I just find it yesterday. Since like January, I refuse to watch it. There are a lot of things that are like that on my laptop, but I just download it. Bro, House of Dragon. I've not finished you. <laughs> okay. Bro, I've still not finished it. Last three episodes. That's I swear, I might not watch it until when season 2 is about to drop. I'm just telling myself that that would be a good time to watch it. Actually, <laughs> really be like that. Bro, on, uh, yeah, so, on shows that I've seen this year, um, I started Seinfeld. Started Seinfeld. So it's like the, it's like the OG sitcom. Is it before Friends? So it's like the OG sitcom about, like, friends living in New York. So it started that kind of, like, Trends that kind of like IJ that friends yeah, and I met your mother would yeah that friends I met your mother even big banker like later follow up on so yeah Seinfeld is and the like thing I really like about it is that it's, it's about this guy Jerry Seinfeld and he's a he's a stand up comedian like bro you have a show about a comedian <laughs> and then um so during the show is is threatening format here. Yeah? But during the show, like two times at the beginning of every episode, and at the end, and then maybe sometimes during the middle, you just have yeah, you just have thirty seconds, like like thirty second clips of him doing a stand up show that aside from the normal show, as usual, like you know, it's a sitcom. So then, like things will happen during the normal show, and then he will now use what has happened during the show as like sort of material for those little um. Yeah. Little, little clips in between, um, during the show, so yeah, stuff is just it's just a really nice, show. funny and all. Has that magic formula of getting to laugh basically every episode, like the oldest comes. <laughs> so yeah, you can check that out. Yeah, it's good, it's good, really good. Um, yeah, I'm also watching Mad Men right now. Um, if you're feminist, don't do this, don't, don't watch it. <laughs> Bro, because the stuff, the show is set in like 1950s or so, like, and it doesn't even shy away from the realities of that time. It just shows you how things were. You just like, bro, the show, the show is about um, it's about advertising. It's about the world of advertising. So, um, most advertise advert advertisement agencies, yeah, they worked on something called Madison Avenue. 
so they call them the so that's the that's the name of the show that's that's the name of the show madman they work on madison avenue get so that's that's what and that's like the actual real life thing that's what they call them the madman so um uh yeah so like in their office and everything and yeah the show generally follows the one of the top executives the creative director of the of the agency of of um of our latino agency and so the guy's name is don draper there's this handsome debonair guy like the nice wife babe on the side um so yeah 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 so sure sure is good sure is good and they like what, what i was saying about like families <laughs> what would like want to start this movie but like it just it's, it's crazy how because something is a period piece it cannot basically get away with all this stuff yeah because mm-hmm. <laughs> because if they just say that we're not showing the realities of the time because this is like 1950s so in the office they are all the like whoa <laughs> watching this thing even me i'm like that this thing is too much now like that this thing is so <laughs> it's so clear so different all the all the i don't know what to call them all the all the staff all the staff are all men the all, all the women no no the women all the women are secretaries or um or call um call board switchboard operators guys that pick your calls and stuff I grew up, I grew up. so like all the actual like executives all the important people are basically all the important basically oh yeah all the important people basically are men and they like they, they just treat their secretaries a lot of them are fighting their secretaries and stuff yeah, and like bro they fully embrace the patriarchy my guy the patriarchy is a full blow like in the office they're just like making jokes about each other secretaries and talking <laughs> bro like you just everything is just like the episode i just finished watching that was like, one of the partners one of the partners they bro this, this is so crazy like i live in period piece but it was still amazing to me they literally just went down so it's, it's an advertisement this year so obviously they have like maybe they are they can like call girls and like come on for, for an advertisement or something like that it's crazy mm-hmm. basically so came in and then i guess they are just like closed up closed up a big they just got a new client a new big client that day or something like that so that's how um one of them and this executive don't drip up who the show is generally based around but the show doesn't like now it's too much on him it's based on him yeah but you know sometimes when the show is based on a central character and you explore the other character's lives is this this one is interesting like that he also like tries to explore that whose lives different from just the interactions with the main character you get that kind of thing yeah so yeah that um the main the partner and draper so they just the partner said to draper that you know let's celebrate let's just go down to casting and and pick up <laughs> from there so my g i kid you not the way the, the guy the guy literally walked around the room so it was a casting for the indian trains for the adverts so there were pairs of twins like eight pairs of twins there eight pairs of twins in the in the room so the guy walked around basically just selected the ones that i like best and then the guy was like that okay we'll use our power to decide that you guys get the parts <laughs> so all the other girls that left <laughs> and yeah i was like that okay come with me let's just let's go upstairs for let's go upstairs for a drink to celebrate <laughs> 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 
I guess you can see where this is going. Definitely when this, bro, my gym after after the first round, like so okay. So this this split this split girls one one, this split girls one one fine. Then Jupa was outside. Jayabi was in his own place. Jayabi was. It wasn't. It wasn't really interested in in being with Asha because obviously it was it was the partner that was like that really pushed the idea in the first place. So it wasn't really. It didn't, I don't know. The others didn't want to do Asha, but then the partner obviously my guy was busy. <laughs> then suddenly the other dude just called us that. <laughs> the other dude just called us for. You know I said you were changing. Yeah? <laughs> so the other dude just called us for our sister that something is wrong. So then I came out. We came that ah, that was wrong now. No, I'm beyond. Guess what she said? She was like that. Oh, I knew I shouldn't have asked to do it a second time. Oh, she's all carry out attack. <laughs> oh, she was too funny. It's too funny, my guy. Yeah. So yeah, that that's just like another dude. I, I sort of wish we like did a YouTube channel sort of to like show some of these scenes because description does it doesn't do justice. I don't know. I don't know. We might have to like looking to the adventure. I don't know if you guys like that kind of thing because I don't know a lot of TV shows like basically any TV show we want to recommend to you if we're able to show you some scenes or at least one scene each Actually, from a from show to just like to fully convey it to you because the explanation just doesn't do this it's, it's not enough yeah. it's not enough yeah yeah, yeah. I don't know so yeah this, this, this episode I would run a bit too long I think I, I think I am done a bit too much about Madman because <laughs> I, I find myself really liking it. But yeah, I also started Succession. My cousin has been pushing me to watch it, <laughs> and yeah, to be fair, it's good. It's good. It's like have you seen Billions? Have I seen what? Billions. No. Wow. Okay, well, the show is like a corporate. It's about this wealthy ass family. Their family is like media. They own like media company. So. Succession that is about who is going to succeed their father to like get the company and stuff and stuff like that. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that kind of thing, that kind of stuff. Sure. So yeah, sure, sure. Mixing. We want like always like first four episodes, but sure is good. Sure is good. So yeah, I think maybe we want to leave it there. Okay, yeah, just yeah. Give, give us give us your rating for Ant Man. I think that was the major thing, but yeah. Yeah, Ant Man like. Honestly, I it felt like a six point five to me. Like, six for it not being like too bad, and seven like it wasn't like mind blowing. So I'm just like stuck in the middle. So yeah, basically six point five. All right, six point five. To make this a six point five, I guess it's 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 very it's very enjoyable probably. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's right. This was supposed to be this was supposed to be um an episode, but I think <laughs> it only took like about half of the time. I think we talked about a lot of other stuff <laughs> as well. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. What should that even be at this point? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. you figure it out. Actually. <laughs> yeah. So it's really fun doing this again. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks as always for being with us. Yeah. We we'll catch you guys in the next one. All right.